Good evening, everyone. Let me uh, um, pray. Father, we just thank you. Just praise your holy name. Just pray that you would just um, bless every person here, Lord God. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So, um, back to what I was talking about the other day, living in the spirit. Um, I'm going to give you a simpler way to live today. And Galatians 5, we're going to do uh, verse 17. Um, and this simpler way to live, for the flesh sets its desire against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another, so that you may not do the things that you please. So, do you see what's going on? So, the sinful nature is setting its mind against the spirit. If the sinful nature if we didn't have a sinful nature, all we would have to do, give our lives to Christ, and it would be smooth sailing. It would be smooth sailing. But, but the sinful nature is fighting against the spirit. And so is what you have to do. Simply set your sight on the spirit. That is what you have to do. I'm going to explain that. So look in verse 18. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Why is that? Because if you are led by the spirit, you're fulfilling the law. See what I'm saying? When you are led by the Spirit, this is why I said, simply set your, your sights on the Spirit. It's a simpler way to live. For the simple reason being is this, is you do not have to do a hundred things to live right. You just have to do one thing to live right. And that's setting your sight on the Spirit. The greatest thing for every pilot is a cruise control. That's all he has to plug in the site, plug in all the coordinates. Boom. I on cruise control is what you have to do for your joy, for your peace, for your guidance, for simplicity because a lot of people get confused can't get out of their own way oh i got a million and one things to do all you have to do is simply set your sights on the spirit we're going to flesh that out okay but i want you to get that down simply setting your sights on the spirit can you guys hear me yeah, okay, all right. So simply setting your sights 
on the spirit. So what does that mean? That, oh, I've got to do this. I've got to do this. I've got to do this to get right. No. Here's what the enemy wants everybody to do. He wants everybody to think of this walk as complicated. And it's not. It's simply setting your sights on the spirit. All of your problems are going on inside of you. No, not the Democrats, the Plutocrats, the Republican. It's going on inside of you. That's the problem. And once you get on the right side of this battle, once you get on the right side of that and nourish the spirit, the spirit will keep the flesh down. I guarantee you, you have had a great time, glimpses of great peace and joy for a glimpse during your Christian walk. And it seems like, wow, where did that go? Where did that go? Well, let me tell you something. The flesh, the flesh. Now, understand, the spirit always wins, but it's up to you who you give control to. Right? Do you know it's up to you what channel you watch on your TV, right? It's up to you, right? Who is in control, the spirit or the flesh? It's up to you. Here's the power that the flesh has. The flesh seduces your feelings. This is why I, I keep telling people, get out of feelings. Get out of feelings. There is a big difference between kind of feeling good and true joy. Getting high, feel good. I used to get high. I used to get drunk. That was feeling good. That is not joy. No, you come crashing down. No, it's a big difference between feeling good and that. Getting high is just euphoric, right? It's just now, boom, a quick boost of your feelings. And then you come back down and then you want to feel good again. This joy that I'm talking about comes from, your, from the spirit, comes from the Holy Spirit. It doesn't come from your feelings. It's healthy. It lifts you up. That euphoria that I'm talking about from getting high, that's a really unhealthy feeling. Here's the reason why. Is you start to crave that and taking more and more of whatever is getting you high is going to be destroying you more and more. Whereas with the spirit, more and more of the spirit gives you more and more life. More and more of what's making you feel good is sucking away at life. It's a very, very different feeling. And also, here's the problem with feeling good, with that euphoria. It gives you guilt afterwards, whereas the joy that comes from the spirit 
takes away guilt. It takes it away. It takes away condemnation. It gives you peace. Getting high too, it gives you anxiety. It gives you anxiety. It gives you paranoia. It makes you paranoid. Whereas with the spirit, that gives you boldness. It takes fear away. Really, God has not given us a spirit of favor, of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And that's the spirit. What am I saying? I am saying that joy, peace, the life that you should be living, it's an inside job. It is an inside job. It's not an outside job. In fact, actually, you think about it. We almost feel, right, that on the inside that there's nothing good that dwells. I mean, there isn't apart from the spirit, but there is now that you actually have the spirit. What I am saying to you as well is that you should be expecting God to speak to you on the inside. You should be expecting God to give you peace. I want everyone for the next week, don't look to go outside of yourself. Look at yourself as a one-stop shopping mall. Look at yourself as your own little Amazon, okay? Your own little Amazon. Just don't need a credit card for this one, okay? <laughs> you just don't need a, you know, you just, it's already been charged to Jesus' account, okay? It's already being charged to the Lord's account. Okay, so look at yourself as your own little Amazon. I want peace. Boom. Lord God, give me peace. I have not. You have not because you ask not. Here's what the enemy wants us to think. Here is what the enemy wants us to think. The enemy wants us to think that there's no way could it be that simple. There is no way could it be that simple. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I want to read something to you. I want to read something which speaks to, to what to that. Okay, so I can find this. Um, what is this? 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians. Um, so, Second Corinthians, chapter eleven, verse three. But I am afraid that as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, your minds will be led away from the simplicity and purity of devotion to Christ. See how simple it is. We make it complex. Wow, it could not be that simple. Yes, it is. So in philosophy, there's this what's called Occam's razor, right? And Occam's razor is William of Occam, a philosophy from 13th, 14th century. And his philosophy was that Every solution is about shaving what's convoluted down. That's why it's called a razor. 
you cut it down. This is the solution. In other words, Occam's razor would be saying that KISS, keep it simple, stupid. Not calling anybody stupid here, but you know, KISS, keep it simple. So yeah, that's that clearly, that's a modern day American kind of euphemism. But Occam's razor was from the 13th, 14th century, that a solution is reached by simplicity, not by complexity, right? That's how it is reached by simplicity, not by complexity. You know, remember the, uh, the time when um, BP had that big oil gush out there in the Gulf? Remember that? You know, and it was just a very, very simple thing. They were coming out with all these calculations, all of this and nothing, really. Very, very simple solution. Occam's razor. So don't be deceived away from the simplicity that is in Christ. This week, it's simply set your sight on the spirit it's inside of you let me say joy is an inside job it would be almost crazy to think that you could be joyful based on what goes on on the outside no it's an inside job it has to be why is the spirit dwelling in us all the time we can have that victory all the time. Really, understand, joy is an inside job. We're going to keep it very, very, very simple. And we are going to learn how to live in victory, supernatural living, how to live in victory not having a literal glimpse of this joy because here is the thing here's the sad thing right when you have a literal glimpse of peace and it goes away it is incredibly frustrated anytime you have something good that is taken away it's a lot more frustrating than never having it in the first place really it's a lot more frustrating than never having it in the first place. And in that frustration, when you have that little glimpse and it goes away, let me tell you what people have a tendency to do. People have a tendency to lose a little bit of faith in God. Why is that? Because you want that good thing to stay you want that good thing to stay to remain constant what well, i'm telling you it can if you feed the spirit and i'm telling you it will if you feed the spirit if you are consistent god has given you glimpses of this and here's the lie of the enemy that's all you're gonna get a little taste yeah, like when you go to Whole Foods and they're giving you those little samples, you know, 
that's all you're going to get. When I like something, I, I go and buy it. No, I just want a little, little taste. <laughs> I want to get home and eat it, right? Because that little taste, I mean, that little taste of something that you really like, I mean, it's almost, if you really like it, what does that taste become? It becomes a tease, not a taste. It's a tease. And that's the same way, right? with the spirit and what is a person likely to do resort to their own devices to try to make that little taste of that joy or what peace whatever it is constant and then you've fallen into the lie now of feeding the spirit uh, feeding the flesh instead of the spirit you see how this works see how it works how you can be very easy to see we are gonna be consistent with this by understanding and by having the expectation not to have a little taste or a little tease but to have this life consistently okay to have this life consistently, to feed the spirit. So one, it's simply set your sights on the spirit. So the victory is inside of you, right? Two, expect that this, for this victory to be consistent. And so what you should expect your life consistently lived in the spirit. And if you're gonna have a little taste of something in your life, it's not gonna be a little taste of something good. That is what you want to be consistent. You're gonna have a little taste of something bad, right? You can have a little taste of something bad. I mean, if I were to live my life 24 hours a day and I had 23 hours, right, 55 minutes good and I had five minutes bad, I can live with that. But I don't want five minutes of good, right, and, and 23 hours, 55 minutes of bad, right? So we want to flip this thing around, right? And make it now that the majority is got it. And then even when we've got the majority, we still should be shaving and shaving and shaving that down till it's all good. Really, I'm telling you, we have the victory. We have the victory. And if you think about it, you get along with yourself you know that what I'm saying is true. This is how you're behaving, like you don't have the victory, like you've settled. And so you're really saying, this is Christ. This is the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, there are certain people who live in the South Pacific, right? They don't want to be touched by 
the world by what they call modern civilization. They believe it will taint them. But if I went to those people and I said to those people that a, a Chevy was a Rolls Royce, they wouldn't know any different, right? We are acting, right, like this is victory for us, that this is Jesus, that this is all there is to get. This, in other words, as Jack Nicholson said, this is as good as it gets. No, it's not. No, it's not. It gets better. But if you don't know any better, you'll settle for less, right? And this is what I'm saying. What we, we are talking about is living life in the spirit. Right? We have settled for living life in the flesh. And we've been settling for these glimpses now and again. Kind of like people in New England, we settle for sun now and again right <laughs> you know we really now and again it's fine no we should be settling for the law all the time we have the victory but we have allowed the enemy to define what the victory is and it's the same way with these galatians so let me pray some prayer points Father, Lord, give us the grace to know true victory, Lord God. We no longer want to settle for the crumbs, Lord God. We want to settle for the creme de la creme, not the crumbs, Lord. In Jesus' name, let's pray. Father, we just thank you. We praise your holy name. Father, we pray that you would give us the grace Lord God, to seek after real victory. We do not want crumbs. We want creme de la creme, Lord God. We pray, Father, that we would walk in that victory, that true victory, that true wonderful thing that you have given to us, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Lord God, give us the grace to resist the lies of the enemy you know is the thing about the enemy is i say he is gonna give you lies consistent with your past and if you take lies consistent with your past do you know what you will accept that because it's so like your past it's what you know you're familiar with it you're not familiar with victory lord god give us the grace to resist the lies of the enemy and give us the grace to become familiar with what we are not familiar with in jesus name let's pray father we just thank you we praise your holy name we pray lord god that you will give us the grace Lord God, to resist the lies of the enemy. And Father, Lord God, to become familiar with the thing, the future, the victory that we are not familiar with, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Going to do the caring call. I'm going to pass it back to Chrissy.
Father, Lord, I know I'm a sinner. I know you shed your precious blood so that I might be saved. I accept you into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Give me the grace, Lord God, to not just accept you, Father, but to live in you, Lord God, and to live my life in the spirit. Thank you, Father, Lord God, for shedding your blood. And I thank you that it's all been charged to your account. I ask in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay.